Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. With a possible trade war looming after Britain plans laws to override the Northern Ireland Protocol, the World Trade Organization could soon take centre stage. That's because if the EU were to suspend or scrap the trade deal agreed with Britain only two years ago, it could lead to Britain trading on WTO rules with Europe, including Ireland, of course. That could be very disruptive and expensive. Coincidentally, the WTO ministerial conference takes place this week. Of course, the impact of the war in Ukraine is the main focus for that conference. Let's speak live now to Victor Stolzenberg from the WTO. Good morning, Victor. Good morning. Tell us first about what the impact uh, of the war and the Russian invasion has had on global trade. Well, it's obviously hard to see at this stage. You know, data comes in relatively slow, but our first... um, our first estimates would be that that the impact could could go as far as half uh, global trade growth relative to what we expected in October, uh, and bring it down to something uh, around three percent or, or even two point five percent or lower. Um, what we also see is that, that the, there's a major impact on on Ukrainian exports and imports, obviously, um, in in grain trade, which is obviously very important for food security. But but also with respect to some of of the important in, um, inputs into the industrial value chains of of Europe. Uh, interestingly, for Russia, exports seem to continue to rise, at least in value terms. Um, this has to do a lot, obviously, with with rising prices in in the energy sector. Um, rough estimates, because we don't have exact data on this, would suggest that in terms of volume, it has gone down. Um, interestingly, though. Well, Obviously, though, imports have, have uh, gone down for Russia a lot. So we expect that all exports that depend on imports, these, these are mostly high-tech high uh, exports, are, lo- are likely to go down as well. Um, so that's what the first data and uh, that we got for March would indicate. It does appear from the outside world, Victor, as if the, the globe is splitting into those countries that have sanctioned Russia and are punishing Russia in trade and everything terms and those that are not. There's kind of a, a split in the world. That is true. But of course, the spillovers are are, are bigger. So a lot of the countries that, that bear the brunt of the impact are actually countries that not necessarily have imposed sanctions, but they are de- heavily dependent on certain exports of Ukraine and Russia, in particular in, in the Middle East, but also in sub-Saharan Africa, where um, where the dependency on, on grain imports from the region is particularly high. So in terms of the impact, um, yeah, the... Uh, it's it's much much wider than just the sanctioning countries. I mentioned at the start that the Northern Ireland Protocol issue probably wasn't discussed at this ministerial conference, but that hot potato could land in your court literally if there's a major trade dispute between the EU and the UK. That is correct. Yes. What do you think uh, will um, would happen in such a dispute if the WTO was asked to get involved? Well. It's it's hard to say upfront without knowing what exactly uh, the form of the dispute would be, um, and and I suppose in most likelihood this this would be a bilateral issue between between the European Union and, and the United Kingdom. Um, so I I would not expect that that we that we would be called in 
necessarily. Okay. And just out of curiosity on this subject, how many countries trade only on WTO rules, i.e. have no other trade deals in place? Uh, that's a good question. I am, I think there are very, very few. Um, but the exact number I'm not sure of. Uh, that being said, of course, the, the EU um, trades a lot with countries, mostly, of course, China, with which it, it doesn't have a trade agreement. Um, and, and WTO rules provide a secure and stable environment to conduct that trade, uh, in particular since the EU has has bound itself un, under the WTO to relatively low tariffs. Um, so the situation per se doesn't have to be as dire. Uh, but of course, if you move from, from preferential access um, situation to, to a less preferential access situations, there will be losses. Uh, and it's hard to estimate up front how large these losses will be. Uh, so that's a trade-off that, that um, then the country has to make. Um, the previous US President Donald Trump was no fan of the WTO and didn't even appoint US representatives to the World Trade Organization. Um, has, have the Americans now made those appointments so that the, you know, the, the arbitration part of the WTO is fully peopled? Uh, no, unfortunately, uh, the, the situation of the appellate body, uh, our highest dispute uh, settlement uh, body has, has not been resolved yet, um, but the United States uh, has indicated, just as other members, um, that, that there's interest in, in reform. Uh, so, so we are hopeful that maybe already in this ministerial there will be some progress made in just in terms of the outline of of how such reforms might look like, which would then enable to to appoint new judges to the appellate body. A final question: the WTO moratorium on e-commerce could end very soon. What would that mean? What would change? Do you think? Well, the obviously digital trade, not just because of the pandemic, but already before. Um, has taken up a, a growing share of international trade. So, so the moratorium is really important in terms of this, in particular for high, high income countries, such, uh, such as the UK, but also Ireland, who, who export a lot of services, uh, which are traded usually digitally. Um, but also for developing countries, India is obviously one, one of the examples that, that exports a lot of, uh, services digitally. Uh, so, the, the moratorium is important for this in terms of both certainty for, for firms, but also obviously in terms of costs. No one would exactly know how to collect the duties, how high the duties would be. So there would there would be a massive uh, uncertainty shock for the economy, uh, okay. for the global economy in a situation where, we're, where the economy already has to deal with, with a lot of uncertainty. So, so we really hope that the moratorium will be extended. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Victor Stolzenborg from the World Trade Organization. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.